Welcome from the lakefront to the riverfront. It's the Bill Michaels Show, the big unit on vacation. My name is Grant Bills. I'm here with Stone Cold producer Austin, who I just followed on Twitter. And Austin, I got to say I'm a little impressed because I, <laughs> your Twitter, I think it had a bunch of numbers in your Twitter handle. It's not your picture. You have very few followers, but one of them is Bill Michaels and another is Kevin Holden. So you're basically only followed by radio and TV celebrities. There we go. Really and now impressive. we just added one more, Grant Bills. <laughs> if you wish to follow producer Austin, hold on. It is oh at boy. Austin I'm gonna 6816. Make, I'm going to make an actual one. <laughs> one, two, six, zero. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think I got it right. Yeah, I'll make an actual one in the next in the coming weeks. I'll put that on the bucket list. Right, I mean, go. yeah. Right now, you're going to scroll through. You're going to see retweets of Cubs. That's about it. We need a professional makeover yeah. of your Twitter yep, yep. account. We'll, this, have to, we'll have to do that. This is a marketing company at the end of the day. Exactly. We got to have an expert. Have, you know, ask Ebo. Ask, I don't know. Ask Nelson. Ask RJ. <laughs> ask somebody. So I thought we were going to get back into baseball, and we are probably before too long. But I'm... got to answer this question. I'm very interested. And this really doesn't have anything to do with the Packers. It has to do with the NFC North right, and one of the Packers' rivals in the Detroit Lions. I'm just curious, because I saw earlier today, Michael Lombardi reported on, I think his podcast, The GM Shuffle, that the Rams were shopping Matt Stafford this offseason aggressively. Like, they they are looking to trade him, uh, probably for cap relief, probably to rebuild assets, and probably because they think their window is closed. And I'm just curious, I'm interested, try to put the contract aside, which I know you can't do, if the Rams called the Lions and wanted to undo the quarterback trade, I'm just wondering what the Lions would say. It's a great, yeah. Because two it's years ago, it hard. seemed like like Jared Goff was just a, like that wasn't yeah, an asset. They were going to let Goff play for a couple years, get their tank guy. and get their guy. And he's but, and, and to be fair to Jared Goff, like he's kind of the same quarterback he's always been. It's not like he figured it out all of a sudden. Like he had lots of good games and good moments in L.A., it was just the bigger games. His fr- Sorry, I mean, he played he went in a, to the Super Bowl. He played in the Super Bowl and yeah. against Belichick, and he struggled. Wow. Like, imagine that. And I'm not trying to rewrite the history book on Jared Goff and say that he's this amazing quarterback, but he's played well in the past, and now I, I feel like Detroit is embracing him, and they actually like him. And I would just be curious if they had an opportunity to just flip the trade. No assets. Give Jared Goff back. They get Matthew Stafford to pair with this team. I'm interested what they would do. That's all. And then I got thinking about, like, I'm trying to think of other trades where if teams could go back and push a button and undo it, you know, if they actually would. They're mostly NBA trades, though, and I don't really want to talk about the NBA right now. I mean, Tyler Dunn thinks Jared Goff is good enough to win the conference, so maybe that's all the Rams need. Why maybe. fart around with Matt Stafford? He's injury-prone and expensive. Why not just go with Jared Goff? Yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to lean towards they would just keep Goff just because of the injury problems with Stafford last year. It's the injury think- problems, which, by the way, oh god. Okay, now, no, okay, now we're gonna get into this. Matthew Stafford is not good. This is what bothered me: is when he was first traded to the Rams, the yep. Colin Cowherds of the world, and I love Colin Cowherd, but the Colin Cowherds of the world, the big time national sports broadcasters, were like, "Well, Matthew Stafford's been a victim in Detroit forever, right? They've never put a good team around him, never really had any help. It's been a dysfunctional situation." And I'm not saying the Lions have been the greatest team in the world, but they've been. They've had good teams. Like in 2014, that Lions team was really good, and they lost in the playoffs to the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Probably shouldn't have. I think they got jobbed by the refs. Matthew Stafford's had good defenses. He's had great wide receivers, and I just think he's underwhelmed. Like, for example, there was a season, I think it was 2018, when 
Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And it was the Bears who stepped up and won the division. Or like oh, Rodgers, yeah. there were there were opportunities over that decade, and it was never Matthew Stafford. Like it was never him and his team that stepped up and took advantage of a wide open division. And he's injury prone. And the whole country is like, well, Matthew Stafford, well, he's going to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, he actually really, he's not been as good as you guys think he is. I w- yeah, I wonder what the narrative would be if he didn't get that, if the Rams, if the ba- even if they don't, even if they lose in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. like he like it's one extra game. If they don't, if he doesn't, they don't lead that drive, or they don't come back. Um, the Bucks that year, the, yeah, they let the Bucks come they back. They almost lost. They the Bucks. almost, yeah, they and then they almost lost back. to the Niners. Jaquaski Tart dropped that interception yeah. in the midfield. And when you look back at it, that wasn't. They got lucky that they did. Run. They did, and I hate to do this because in every championship run, you can go most championship runs. Yeah. You, can you can go, go back, back and be like, they got a break, they got a yep. break, and that's and it's up to the Rams to take advantage yes. of those breaks or the Bucks you need in twenty twenty one to win mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. You need it's, a break. It, there are teams that get breaks and don't take advantage of them and don't yes. win a title. The Bucks in twenty twenty one, they got injuries against the Nets. They took advantage of it. They won the title. They made the most of their moment, and the Rams did too, to their credit. But this is what keeps me up at night. I was like, if Matthew Stafford just wouldn't have won a damn Super Bowl, carried by Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup, and Matthew Stafford made some, you know, he had two good drives in a big moment, clutch, I get it. I just, I don't know. And now the Rams are trying to trade him after extending him. They owe him. We were talking about his cap hit. This is, by the way, the Bill Michaels Show. We are Wisconsin Sports. We're about to break down the cap sheet of Matthew Stafford. <laughs> this is content you can only get here. $50 million against the cap next year. At age 36. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be trading that unless they take the load of the contract. $50 million <laughs> in 2025 at age 37. $49 million at age 2026. Now, the way that these NFL contracts work out, he's not going to play out on this deal, right? They have a potential out after 2025, mm-hmm. $18 million on the dead cap. And teams just eat dead cap now. Like, it's yeah, it's just what you do. Like, the Falcons did it. The, the Eagles did it. The Eagles ate cap on Carson Wentz. It's like, oh, the, the horror. And now a team basically every year is eating yep. that much money. The Packers, how much are the Packers eating with Aaron Rodgers again? I'm going to look up I'm the Packers cap sheet. Sure. Um, but now it's 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 acceptable. It's like mm-hmm. debt. It's like, well, you just rack up a bunch of student loan debt. You can wrap up, open up another credit card. I feel like that part of our culture is maybe permeated into the NFL a little bit. I'm looking at uh, who's got the biggest cap hits well i guess we can look at dead cap we can look at all these different things but the packers are tanking money to not have aaron Rodgers on the team so teams do do it i just i don't know i don't think matthew stafford is the asset that everyone believed him to be right after that super bowl and that's fine i just i wonder that if less need made the call i don't know i feel like lions fans have moved on I feel like they've I moved on they to, they've moved on to what's next i feel like they really like jared goff jared goff keeps beating the packers he keeps beating the Packers. Yep. Matthew Stafford couldn't do it. If you want to chime in on uh, trade dynamics between the Rams and the <laughs> Rams and the, the Detroit Lions, please, we'd love to t- speak with you. 608-321-1670. I'm on Twitter, at Wisco Grant. Uh, Austin is on Twitter, at <laughs> oh boy. Austin6861-61260. Uh, we're going to get to work on that Twitter account. Yeah, we will. We can get back, uh, into, we can get back into baseball. Our teams had excellent weekends. I saw some very flashy, very big highlights from your Cubs this weekend. The Brewers escaping with a win yesterday. And I tweeted it before the game, Austin, and I actually believe this to be true, even though it's really dramatic and it's over the top. I feel mm-hmm. like the entire first half of the Brewers season was, was right riding on, on yesterday's, yesterday's game. game. And it was a game started by Wade Miley and Jesse Winkers hitting cleanup. 
It's just ridiculous. And Wade Miley's awesome, and he's been awesome this year. Um, I, I just feel like if the Brewers lose yesterday, they drop two of three to the Reds, especially with the dynamic and and the you know what Ellie De La Cruz did on Saturday. Brewers yeah. fans weren't happy about that. I'm not saying I was doing jumping jacks, but it was one run and ultimately didn't matter in in the you know grand scheme of that game. The Brewers winning yesterday, it feels like a massive difference, 180 degrees from what it would have been with a loss. It's only one game in a season of 162, but if the Brewers lose yesterday, all of a sudden you start looking at the standings, you start counting games, you start considering the deadline and buying and selling. I think, I'm not saying the Brewers saved their season yesterday. Well, maybe I kind of am. Maybe I kind of am saying <laughs> maybe, it. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's not that dramatic, but... A massive I will, win for Another them. big thing is, don't they come out of the break and play the Reds again? Like, they I, play you, you yeah. guys play the Reds another, like, six games, I think, in the next couple weeks or I something? Be- I believe they do. I want to say that. I have it here. I know where it is. Someone replied yeah, they do. to one of my tweets yesterday on, with They the play schedule. the Reds at Great American on Friday again. So, so. The, the month of July goes, yeah. They go Cincinnati, then an off day, then Pittsburgh, then the Braves, then three more against the Reds, then the Braves again. Ugh. That's a when I say that out loud, I that's not great. <laughs> that's not great. That's <laughs> not gotta ideal. Beat the, you got to beat the Reds for sure. Yeah, well, and that's how, the thing. If you how t- you do against the Reds will determine yeah. the what that goes. If like, you if you take care of the Reds, you yeah. can lose you two can, of three. You can exactly. get swept by the Braves. I mean, you don't want to, no. but like if you take care of your business against the Reds, you can afford to lose to the Braves, who are unbelievable. And we don't talk about the Braves enough. I talk about Orlando Arcia, but. We don't really talk about the brand. I mean, they're one of the. I think they're one of the best run, streamlined, successful yes. organizations in sports right now. Yes. and I, I don't know. I would if, agree with that. I don't know if they get talked about, and it's probably because it's baseball. Don't get me wrong; it's not mm-hmm. the NFL or the NBA. But um, I, I don't think we talk about the Braves enough. Let's take a call. 608-321-1670. Welcome to the Bill Michael Show. Who's this? I got to learn how to Twitter and tweet. <laughs> you got to learn how to Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I taught myself how to email. Well, okay. my dad bought a computer. I said, I said to mom, what the hell is he buying a computer? Because they were in the founder's bridge club, and he could keep track of stores. I said, show me how to email. And I don't know what emails anymore. We do have a <laughs> Wendy email. Do you know the Bill Michaels email? The Wendy's email inbox? Is it still called that? I know it used to be. Uh, Bill does get emails. Um, yeah, I think it's just the Bill Michaels. Is the Bill Michaels show at I, gmail.com? I think so. Email Bill on vacation. <laughs> do you think he's checking yeah. checking show emails? <laughs> That's what is how Mark said, what about the brewer? Damn it. He's just ruining his Happy vacation. For Happy for him, Charlie. Is that what he said? Mark said, what about yeah. the Bruins? It's like uh, I always took my vacation to go to Cottage in Muddyton, Fourth of July, and then we have a, we're a big tennis resort, and I'm watching Wimbledon. And oh. uh, I, and Diokovic were dead even. I had a tennis, different stuff. That, and uh, so it's like uh, I used to have a disc TV, and when I worked at Yosemite National Park uh, for years, and that was so cool. You could watch all seven courts. <laughs> I, I kid you not. That was so cool. Charlie, you, you don't. You didn't strike me as a tennis guy. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, well, believe it or not, I just told the the boys this morning. That's like uh, I was a played tennis about four years old. But hell, the racket was bigger than I was. <laughs> Born with a racket in your hand, huh? Yeah, pretty much. And uh, now my mom and dad were big tennis players. We bought on the Palace Tennis Center. Uh, it was pretty expensive back then. So, like, my mom was my mom was a heck of a tennis player. Uh, she 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 kicked my butt. <laughs> I was embarrassed at the at the cottage, and uh, that wasn't no thoughts himself. 
uh, you know, said, can't handle the chop when he put a certain spin on it, right? Gotcha. Um, no, no, I, I, I don't know. I'd rather watch tennis and golf sometimes. Uh, oh. I, I, like, I miss the players the old days, McEnroe, Von Leno, of course. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Connors. Oh, Dad hated him, and then Billy McEnroe Jean came, and he always, he always hit the Gatorade bottles over McEnroe <laughs> when he played terrible. Great announcer, though. I, I love to hear him announce on tennis. Tremendous. And uh, I, I like golf. I can't be glued to it all day. I still like my comedy shows and my Dini and Oh, of course, major major Anthony Nelson, poor Doctor Bellows. He always got, he never can prove it. <laughs> and oh. well, you guys have a great rest of the day. And you too, uh, you too, Charlie. I, I think it's going to be warm. Let's go. I have been in our pool. I've been here two years now at uh, my apartment building, and because of the epidemic, and I I like it hot to swim. <laughs> Unless I'm in the whirlpool, we we have a whirlpool. Yeah. You go, and, um, you go enjoy that world. I was going to say, you go enjoy the warp. You go, go for a float in the pool, Charlie. So, and thank you for the call. Appreciate the call. Austin, I know Charlie is a caller to the morning show. Yes. That's one of the more incoherent calls I've heard from him. He's a tennis guy? I guess so. And he lives where there's a pool? <laughs> in his apartment. I he just, likes the whirlpool. I just learned a lot about him. Do you watch, <laughs> you watch Wimbledon? You a tennis guy? No. No. I'm going to be honest, I am not. I'm not either. I, yeah. Like... So there's a lot of people in this this business, and I'm always blown away. It's like, how do you, you know, golf, you know, baseball, you know, football, you know, basketball, you know, tennis, all of this. Like, I'll turn on sports radio this week. Like, Dan Patrick will be waxing poetic about something that happened in a tennis tournament 30 years ago. I can't do it. No. I, 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 can, I can watch a lot of baseball, a lot of brewers, football, basketball. I got to wave the white flag on hockey. I'll watch for fun in the playoffs, but I'm not going to come on the air and, like, yeah. have long rants about it. Tennis is on the TV in front of us right now, and I will watch. Yeah, it is. I'll watch golf majors. Like I'll watch the U.S. Open, watch the Masters. I'll I watch, watch golf majors, and if I'm bored on a Sunday, I turn it on. That's the problem. You with can watch golf. the last round. That's the problem with golf. Is in order to feel invested in what's going on in the final round, I feel like I need to pay attention the first couple rounds. Yeah, but who, Austin? You strike me as a busy man. You're a mover and a shaker. Ben Kenny. And Rowdy, like these guys, they're gambling on golf. They're all yep. about it. They'll watch all four days. I, I, I can't. I can't. I got to go yeah. do things. I got to go see the sun. I got to go feel <laughs> outside or I got like, I got to do something else. Golf is just such a time commitment. And I guess in the summer, there's not much going on, but I want to go do things outside on the weekend. Yeah. I think Saturday and Sunday, I can sit down and watch golf. If I, like, if it's a major, I'll sit down and watch some golf. But, like, I'll definitely have it on in the TV. Maybe go outside, do something else, like, for a little bit. You come back. Like, it can be on the TV. Yeah. My uncle has a TV out on his porch. Oh. So, sometimes on a weekend, we're out there, and it's on the porch TV, and you can still be outside. So, I have a, a little but, balcony. I don't have a I don't have a porch TV, but my TV is on a stand that moves, so sometimes I'll wheel it over go. in front of the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, it's so <laughs> sketchy. Or I, one of my last houses that I lived in lacrosse, we had a big patio in the back. It was this big old house on the south side of town, and we would just slide the TV over across the hardwood floor, probably scratched it. Our landlord didn't live in town. She wasn't going to, whatever, not important. We scratched it over on the floor, and then we'd sit out on the deck and just watch it through the screen door. But one day, one day I'm going to get to the point where I can afford an outdoor TV. I mean, Bill's on vacation. He probably needs someone to house it. We should probably go check on his tiki bar we this should. week, don't you think? Yeah. I, yeah, for sure. I agree. I think one of these <laughs> nights we're going to have to head over. I don't want to. I, I have to. Yeah. I, I feel like part I owe it to Bill. Yep. 
to go. I'm, we're keeping a watch over the show. Is, yeah, we got to keep a watch over his house, too. Over his house, yeah. yeah. Don't worry, Bill. We're all over it. 608-321-1670. Let's take a three-minute break. Bill Michael's show back after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's summer, and that means racing. Road America's in mid-season form. Still to come, the WeatherTech International Challenge with Brian Redmond, the NASCAR Xfinity Series, IMSA, the Porsche Sprint Challenge. Tickets are still available at roadamerica.com. It's a new year with a new track and new features. Campsites available and public carting is open. Bring the whole family and share the excitement. Go to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com. Road America, America's national park of speed. Welcome to Paula. Hi. It's come to my attention. I need new windows. You do? Hey, sweetie, what's this? My art project. Honey, it's rotten. We need to toss it. Then why do we have to keep our rotten windows, Dad? Well, you came to the right place. Pell has a limited lifetime warranty on our wood windows, so this doesn't happen again. Thank you. Visit PellaWI.com today. It's the Bill Michael Show. Welcome back. My name is Grant Bills. Twitter, at Wisco Grant. Stone Cold producer Austin is here as well. We've stumbled into an interesting conversation about uh, Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford. Okay, I think it's interesting. I don't know that anyone else does, but we think it's interesting. And you know what? That's what matters. We're talking a little bit about that. And that stemmed from a conversation about <laughs> trying to figure out. I, and I, I say this like kind of tongue in cheek, but I'm also not sure there is a good team in the NFC other than the Eagles and the Niners. And I don't know who the Niners quarterback is. It could yeah. be Darnold. That's insane that we don't know who their quarterback is. And we're saying they're top two team without a doubt in the NFC. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, I don't think it's close. No. Um, I don't know that tr- the Trey Lance buzz is not good. And I when by when I say buzz, I just search Trey Lance on Twitter and see what people are just, saying. And it's just not good buzz. They're arguing about who, they're not gonna cut him. They're not gonna trade him. It's like, whoa, the fact that you're even talking about this, even if it's just yeah. you know, and no- we're less than a year removed away from them getting rid or benching Jimmy G basically to say Trey Lance is your guy. He goes out, breaks his ankle, and all of a sudden they're just done with him. It's what it seems like. And really this know. is the team is massive question marks about quarterback. They just lost their defensive coordinator for what it's worth. Although we've seen Kyle Shanahan replace a defensive coordinator before he went Robert Sala to D'Amico Ryan's like, I'm not super worried about that because I think for the most part, talent wins out. And I think the Niners are really, really, really talented in all the right places. I guess the candidates would be Vikings, Cowboys, Giants. We talked a little bit about those teams. How good do you think the Vikings are going to be this year, by the way? We really talked um, about them. Well, according to Bill, it's their division to lose still. I would I agree. Think, I I yeah. would I think I would agree too. Um, last year, they we saw like they weren't as good as their record was. They got a lot of come from behind one possession games or whatever. But I think they can still win the division. Maybe win a playoff game. Maybe not. But well, I don't know. They had a lot of come come from behind victories, and they had I a think, lot of close wins. I also like I don't treat close wins as as a as a dirty not, statistic. No, it's not a bad thing. But I, a win is a win. A win is a win. Now, I think when you're predicting but, for next year yeah, or you're betting fashion, on teams. Yeah, the fashion that they did it last year is not sustainable for two years in a row, probably. But also, 
I think the Vikings are better at winning close games than the Lions because I yeah. think Kirk Cousins is a little bit better than Jared Goff. And Dan Campbell hasn't proven to be a great situational coach yet. He's I think he's shown that he's aggressive and he he does some of the right things. And I like Dan Campbell, but I, that's part of winning close games. It's like, yeah, there's luck, obviously. But if they have the slightly better quarterback, like right now, Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback in the division, yes. right? Yeah. That doesn't mean Kirk Cousins is incredible. But, you know, going back to what you said about Bill saying that the Vikings, it's their division to lose. I 100% agree because the Vikings have the fewest question marks. Mm -hmm. I don't think they could be this juggernaut world beater team, but they could certainly easily be better than Jordan Love, Justin Fields, and Jared Goff. Or, you know, Matthew Stafford. Maybe someone's listening. <laughs> they'll pick up that trade. I think the Vikings, I don't know, 10 and 7 maybe? Yeah, I could see that for sure. They are moving off of some of their guys, though. Like, it seems they're not rebuilding. No. And this is a whole, I hate this conversation when Packers Twitter starts fighting about whether or not it's a rebuild or a revamp or a retool. It's, yeah. So I don't want to get into that. But the Vikings are in a transition offseason. The thing is, they still have they Justin still have Jefferson. Guys. They still have Kirk Cousins. Yep. Because I think they know it's enough. It's very Brewers-ish. They're like, well, we're going to well, reset go. the timeline a little bit. We're going to reset our cap sheet a little bit while also... Still trying to compete. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Vikings fans and Brewers fans, I'm sure, would agree that there are problems with doing it that way is because the Vikings could be middle of the road again and Kirk mm -hmm. Cousins could be middle of the road again. And the Brewers, even if they make the playoffs this year, I think they're they're going to do it middle of the road, you know, relative to some of the other great teams in the National League. And we can talk more about baseball in a bit. We haven't mentioned the Commanders. I guess they're just starting Sam Howell and we're all... yeah. I think there's a reason we haven't mentioned the big commander. Yeah, I'm just looking down the list. I want to make sure there, <laughs> yeah, there's no touch on no juicy topic left untouched here. The Buccaneers, Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield? Yeah. Colin Cowherd might have. season story, probably. Colin Cowherd might have been right about Baker Mayfield, about just his personality. And I don't know. He keeps bouncing team to team. And I I don't know. Is there anything to talk about with the Bucs? A lot of talent on defense. I really like Mike Evans and Godwin. Like, yeah. they're a Tom Brady away. They need a quarterback. Well, <laughs> would they Brady. take Matt Stafford? Would that be a destination with that cap? With that you know salary cap hit? The Matthew Stafford money is just ridiculous. That's just a lot of money. For is it? I don't think the Bucks can take that money. Is it surprising? So the Rams draft Jared Goff. Yep. In the very very short term, the first year McVay gets there, it looks like a grand slam. Yep. They give him the extension in the middle of the year after hanging like fifty five on the Chiefs and winning. Okay. And then, not long thereafter, they're like, maybe we shouldn't have given, maybe we were a little premature giving Jared Goff that money. Or maybe we shouldn't have done that. And then they get Matthew Stafford, and it's great in the first year. Similar with Matt LaFleur, or not LaFleur, but uh, um, Sean McVay and Jared Goff in year one. And then they immediately extend Matthew Stafford to the moon. <laughs> maybe they're not comparable situations. It just seems like the Rams, in both instances, thought they had their quarterback, and they got so excited show the world, hey, we got they, our guy, we're going to give him this extension. And it's bit him in the ass twice now, and now they're trying to trade him. And I maybe they just want to get bad, and maybe they want to recoup picks, but part of why Matthew Stafford is such a tough asset for them is because he costs so much money. And if you just tuned in, Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford's going to make $50 million next year, $50 million in 2025, and $50 million in 2026, and he's 36, 37, 38, and he's hurt all the time. He's been hurt his whole career. Like Aaron Rodgers, a collarbone injury. Okay, that's kind of a one-off. Matthew Stafford, it's his back. 
It's his th- It's like baseball injuries. It's yeah. like Ryan Braun <laughs> later in his career, where it's like always something, and it doesn't always stem from a, a specific play. It just kind of exists. Yeah. Elbow. Uh, he's pitching now. Yeah, he's yeah. Got a he's, yeah, that we don't talk enough about that elbow injury. That was really bad. Like that's a Tommy John. Like yeah, especially for a quarterback that relies on arm talent. Like Matthew Stafford is yeah. weird arm angles, throwing on the run, kind of making throws from arm slots that other guys don't make. I did not expect to talk about Matthew Stafford today, but I think this is interesting. The Rams are at the bottom of my list for the NFC. What's going to suck? I'll just warn everyone ahead of time. I'll pull up the schedule, but there's going to be an early season primetime game with the Arizona Cardinals in it, and it's going to suck. It is. It's go- like I remember last year. It might have been the year uh, the game Kyler got hurt. I think it was. They were on Monday Night Football, and I was so excited to come home and watch Joe Buck and Troy Aikman because I'm a big I'm a big Buck and Aikman guy. And then Kyler Murray blew out his knee like five minutes in. And then I was sitting there like not to be not sympathetic to him or to Cardinals fans. And I'm like, well, this game now sucks. Yeah. And I was looking forward to it all day. I'm gonna look up the primetime schedule. I would like to think the schedule makers would avoid the Cardinals, but they are going to be miserable. They're I can't even remember gonna... who they who they are. Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <sighs> Borderline irrelevant. That's not <laughs> that's not good when we can't remember who <laughs> when we can't remember yeah. who's playing. Uh, they might be coaching. on a full. They're one of the teams in the Caleb Williams conversation. I feel like. So we talked about quarterback history repeating itself with the Rams, right? I think they paid Goff to, and I like Goff, but the worst thing you can do in sports is you take a good player and pay them like they're great. Like that's one of the biggest mistakes you can make. They did it with Goff, and I think they maybe paid Stafford a little bit more and a little bit earlier than they needed to. Is the same thing going to happen with the Cardinals, where they drafted their guy? And then they immediately were like, mm, never mind. We're going to draft the other guy. We're going to draft Kyler. What if they have the number one overall pick this year? Are you telling me they're yeah. going to stick with Kyler? Probably not. Call of Duty say- Kyler? <laughs> they're going to stick with that guy? I just don't know. It, that's so un- That's so tough as a GM. You're asking yeah. so much of your fans. Although I think Gar- and he's not going to be back right away, right? Kyler? I don't know that he'll be back. All knees are different. David yeah. Bakhtiari definitely told us that. Like Brian Bulaga would come back in a month, and David Bakhtiari would be back in, in two and a half years. If he comes back in the middle of the season, why don't they just sit him? Yeah. And now you're asking fans to buy, although I think Cardinals fans would be like, sure, yeah, we'll give us Caleb Williams, dump Kyler Murray for whatever, because Kyler Murray's, I don't know, a little, a little odd. There's some, there's some maybe off the, not off the field, I make him sound like he's, you know, getting in legal trouble. He's <laughs> not. It's just, I don't know if the personality's always been great, Yeah. and they obviously been concerned about his work ethic and study habits, but then, you know, how much of that was Cliff Kingsbury. I guess the last team that, I think we've talked about every NFC team against the, except for the Bears. I don't know what to think about the Bears. I think the Bears are very similar to the Packers and that I don't know if the DJ Moore acquisition or the Chase Claypool, I don't know if those things matter if Justin Fields sucks. Yeah. And it's the same with the we Packers. Have, like if Jordan Love sucks, I don't know that Joe Barry is defensive coordinator really. I don't know if that's a talking point. I think we're just waiting to see Justin Fields. Yeah. But we've I seen so much about last year's that Justin Fields is bad. And a lot of people want to ignore it. Well, mostly Bears fans want to ignore it. But I also, like, he hasn't exactly been in the greatest situation the last couple of years. I don't know. Bears aren't going to sneak you in the the NFC. It's just we've talked about every other team. I thought maybe there's something interesting to say about the Bears. Turns out there's not. But we, sorry, Bears fans. (laughs) We tried. 608-321-1670. Give us a call. Probably get back into baseball. We can talk about our teams. They had pretty big weekends in about the second half. Maybe do some uh, buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. Trade deadline discourse is always home run derby discourse. (laughs) Is the home run derby? Do we have to worry about the home run derby worrying any of the participants or ruining the participants for the second half? That has been a thing. Changing their swings. 
I heard Rowdy giving out betting picks for the home run derby this morning. I can't do that. I probably won't even want. Well, I think I have to watch. It's got to be on. I got to watch. I'm hosting two shows this week. I, I need all the sports content I can get. We'll talk more baseball, All-Star Week, trade deadline, NL Center, all that stuff. Bill Michaels, show back in five minutes. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. And we've covered some ground. Tyler Dunn had a great conversation with him. Producer Austin is here. Austin uh, and the boys on the morning show were giving me some Madison advice earlier this morning. Because I I did the tourist things this weekend. Yes. I hit the spots. I went to the terrace. I went to Picnic Point. I'd never been there before. Uh, I hit up a couple bars and restaurants per recommendations from friends. And I I tried to hit as many things as possible. Just try to take as much of it in. Maybe I'll enroll in a class. So I really <laughs> should I roll in? Should I enroll? I don't know what it would be. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna look. Like what would one really random thing be? Just enroll in a class. Just get a vibe for the student life in town. So then I can, you know, have a feel for that as well. Um, maybe catch a Mallards game. I've yet to go to a Brewer game this year. I need to go. And of course, this week is the all-star break, so I won't have the chance, but lots of opportunities throughout the next month to see the Brewers in some rivalry games. They got some games against the Reds. They got some games against the Cubs. They hosted Atlanta, so we could go see Orlando Arcia. Do we want to go see Orlando Arcia's return to American Family Field? But the All-Star break this week. You're going to watch the Home Run Derby? The All-Star game? I will have it on, yeah. You will have it on. What does that mean in your household when you have Um, something on? Well, tonight I'm at work, so I'll have the Home Run Derby on on my phone at work. Okay. While I'm making sandwiches at Jimmy John's. Which Jimmy John's do you work at, by the way? Wanakee Jimmy John's. Oh, okay. I was in uh, Cottage no. Grove yesterday. No. I'm not saying it was slow. It wasn't freaky fast. I wasn't <laughs> in a hurry, but I did at one point think to myself, it's not freaky fast, but I'm not in a rush, so it's it's fine. Yep. I just, if it was going to be you, we were going to have a conversation. <laughs> no, I, was in, I was in Cottage Grove. I will have it on. Maybe I'll play some video games. I'm still, like, unpacking my apartment and getting my life that Wi-Fi put yet? together. I <laughs> Shut up. I got my I got my yesterday right, morning. So here's here is the problem, okay? I moved in on Saturday and I couldn't call about Wi-Fi until Monday, but Monday and Tuesday were holidays. Yeah. So I called so, one, first thing Wednesday morning, I called the representative. I said, "Hello, I've moved in and I wish to have Wi-Fi." And she was super helpful and super nice, and she said, "I will ship you the gear." I have gear from my last apartment that I haven't turned in yet cuz I thought I could reuse it. Well, you can't do that. So now I have two sets of gear. One is hooked up. One's in a box. I need to take it to the UPS store, wherever you take Spectrum equipment, right? But I called her on Wednesday. I got it Friday night. And at this point, it's like, well, now I'm doing weekend things. Now I don't really need the <laughs> Wi-Fi. So I set it up yesterday morning. Uh, I still have my antenna, and I'm going to watch local TV because I really became go. a local TV guy for a week. But I do have Wi-Fi, so I'd be able to watch cable, which I you know stream on the internet. I don't have like a satellite dish or anything. So I will watch the All-Star break this week. Is the Home Run Derby tomorrow home night? Home Run Derby is tonight. Oh, All-Star, it's tonight already? Yes. And All-Star Games tomorrow. Nothing Wednesday and Thursday. And the, Okay, so nothing Wednesday, Thursday. Yes. I feel like we could have pushed it back a day. I It's a quick I, turnaround. With games Sunday, is, the Home people, Run Derby Monday? I've always thought that too. I think, but then they always want to start Friday. They want to have another like weekend series. So then okay, it's like, fair. do you, do you yeah. have 
do you have the game all-star game on wednesday or because i don't know because then all-star players don't really get a break if you have it on yeah wednesday, i guess there's like, no perfect way to do it there's really not unless you make the break a little longer silver lining i suppose for the Brewers and Craig Council, who's obsessed over off days, and I, a manager would be. He's always trying to get his guys right. But it seems like Council very specifically mentions it in pressers and is always talking about how Hobie Milner's worked four times in five days and Devin Williams been pitching a lot yeah. and like I and I'll I'll go back and find the press conference at some point and I'll for sure if I don't play it on on the afternoon show and we don't listen to it, I'm for sure gonna listen to it on tonight's show because Council's like. It'd be great to to get these guys a mental break. Oh, and also the bullpen. Like like Council talks about his bullpen. Like they're his biological children, and then the offense and the starters are like his adopted children. Like I also love them, but I feel like he loses so much sleep and is always concerned about his bullpen arms. But they do have some off days. They they have an off day a week from today, so they'll have a weekend series against the Reds, a Monday off, and then three against the Phillies, three against the Braves, three against the Reds, then another off day. I, the off day is following a murderer's row of games but an off day nonetheless. So the Brewers are going to, if Devin Williams, for example, pitches in the all-star game, he's still going yeah. like, to get chances to get I will say, rest. I kind of see where he's coming. Like off days are better for pitchers. Like they mm-hmm. impact pitchers more, more and more like hitters. Sometimes they don't want an off day. If the offense is hot, they want to keep playing. Yeah. But, and then there's players, you know, there's hitters that play every day. Like Christian Yelch is an everyday player. Yeah. Or there's some guys that are, that's what they say. That's the name is an everyday player. It's just funny that council, He's always he's always worried about the bullpen. He's like, oh, this guy's pitching too much. This guy's working too much. I yep. think he's going to give himself an ulcer. 608-321-1670. Welcome to the Bill Michael Show. Who's this? Z in the D. Z in the D. What's going on, Z? Not much. So I'm pretty sure why they give him an extra couple of days off, too. I'm pretty sure the SPs are always the day after the home run derby because that's when all four sports aren't really actually playing. Oh, the ESPYs are this week? Do we have to watch? A, do I have to watch that? I'm expected to watch that. You again. don't have to watch it. <laughs> I mean, expected. it just depends on who's hosting it. That's actually – because sometimes the hosts are funny and sometimes you just feel like they're just forcing it. But Who is it this year? Do um, we know? SB I have no idea. I have the internet in front of me. I'll, I'll handle this. I don't mean to ask you all these questions. You're not on the clock right the now. research. Yeah. So, um – as far as your Spectrum stuff, there should be a store on, right by the East Town Mall that you can just return it to instead of UPSing it. Oh, that's pretty slick. So I could just go. drop it off. I'm pretty sure you just, if you have a, a 16 account, you just go over there and just drop it off and explain it. So it should take, right. take you like maybe 15 minutes with that. I like doing business in person, Z. You know, I like I, I like to talk to a, a voice on the other side of the phone. I like to explain my situation. I like to go into a store and explain myself. I have a big. I don't like doing business online or over an app. I like face to face. You know, voice to voice. No, I totally understand. I mean, I've had to deal with Spectrum for a while too, and when I was downgrading or uh, taking a box back, and you know, instead of sending it through UPS, I for work I was going through Madison, so I just stopped at the store. Took me like twenty minutes, and then boom. Then I got my channels all figured out, like like downgrading my package because I'm like, I don't want this channel, that channel, or this channel. But so and so in my family watches this channel, and they're like, well, that's package that you want, so. So. Interesting. You have cable, Austin? Are you streaming only guy? You cut yeah, the cord. We, got, we have YouTube TV. Okay, so that's close enough. To and, I mean, I agree. I think it's cable, basically. Yeah, it basically we, it doesn't have some of the things, but it's no. got most of the things. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm a cable guy, Z. 
Like I, I need my cable. I, I think the I think our society would be a lot happier and we'd stress a lot less about our sports and our entertainment if everyone just accepted cable as this necessary evil that's sometimes a pain in the butt. If we just got over that, we'd be so much happier as a society. Well, I mean, I don't. So here's the thing: I actually don't have cable. My grandpa has cable, but I pretty much own the place that he lives at. He lives uh, at Red Free, okay. and so he needs. The Hallmark Channel, the History Channel, a couple other channels. So I needed to ha- make sure that he had those channels. And he has a landline, though, because he doesn't know how to operate a cell phone. So I had to make sure he has a landline. And so, and then he has Alexa Dot, so he needs yep. Wi-Fi for that. Yep. So You have a techie sure grandpa. I <laughs> well, I, the only thing he asked Alexa the Dot, Alexa Dot is, what's the weather going to be like today? And this actress that's... Yep, the forecast, or this actress, how old is she? And then, nice. or he, like, so it's like these not, people that are born in like the 30s and 40s or 50s, and he's like, oh, yeah, they're 82, just like me. So <laughs> that's worth, that's, yeah. that's worth having an Amazon. If you use it for one thing, I use it to turn off one specific light in my apartment, which I need to hook up. Oh, my God. Not looking forward to that. Appreciate the call, Z. Nice Thank to hear you. from you. Get it done. Get her nice done. Thank you, bud. Have a good one, Z in the D. I don't mind, but you know, people complain about cable companies. It's, you know, waiting on hold is tough. I will say about Spectrum, which is the only cable company I've ever had. Once I get through, super nice, super helpful. It's, you got to wait on hold a little bit. Okay, that's the price of doing business. It's the price of of getting so much entertainment at the tips of your fingers. Am I a cable? I might be the most pro cable guy now that I'm saying these things out loud. I like cable. I like having cable. By the way, the ESP, the ESPs, uh, I almost called them the ESPNs. <laughs> Damn it. Sound like Z's grandpa. The ESPNs, the ESPs will not have a host. Oh. Maybe I remember this being announced. Uh, the first time in the show's history, the ESPN will go hostless. The decision was a reaction to the state of things in Hollywood with the Writers Guild of America strike still ongoing. What does that have to do with that? price of eggs in egypt yeah. what is that <laughs> i mean sure also the picture on this article is of lebron and jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel has aged very well jimmy yeah, he, is. He, he wow um not that he looks bad in this picture but he has aged very well well now i want to know more about the i'm gonna have to watch the sbs i hate award shows i'm I, not a fan either and it's not because like they've gone woke i don't know people like yeah they stump politically that's whatever it just makes me uncomfortable it's just a group of people, like, all patting themselves on the back. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> and I don't want to watch that. I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. The Grammys are kind of cool because you get musical performances, but then some of the artists I don't really like that much. And then their performances have got to become a statement that people get angry about on Twitter, and I already see it on Twitter. I feel like I'm just re- venting to you about my problems. <laughs> I'm just complaining to you. I feel like that's what this show has turned into. I'll watch the ESPYs. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll have it on. Watch. That's, <laughs> that's on. What, I'll have it on. I had the brew game on yesterday. My girlfriend and I were watching a movie, and I just had it on next to me. And it was the perfect game to just have on because yeah. I didn't really miss anything. I do. You I have saw, it on. I saw them take a one nothing lead, and I, you know, when there were runners on, I was watching out of the corner of my eye, and then the game ended in two hours, and it was one to nothing. So it was the perfect game to have on. It was the perfect game to have on. 608-321-1670. We'll wrap up hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Pella. Hi. It's come to my attention. I need new windows. You do? 
Hey, sweetie, what's this? My art project. Honey, it's rotten. We need to toss it. Then why do we have to keep our rotten windows, Dad? Well, you came to the right place. Pell has a limited lifetime warranty on our wood windows, so this doesn't happen again. Thank you. Visit PellaWI.com today. It's summer and Road America's in mid-season form. Get your tickets now for NASCAR's Xfinity Series at RoadAmerica.com. That's RoadAmerica.com. Welcome back. It's the Bill Michaels Show. My name is Grant Bills. Producer Stone Cold Austin is beside me. Um... I called it Espen. That's not great. That's going to no. stick in my stomach the rest of the day. I think uh, I'm a big uh, fan of the show Everybody Loves Raymond. I used to watch it a lot. It used to be on Netflix. Now it's not anymore. And Raymond obviously works as a sports writer, and his mom would call it Espen sometimes. And she was, what, a million? She was 80 years old. So that felt good. The Espy's coming up later this week. We have the Home Run Derby tonight already, you said? Yes. And you have the bracket in front of you. I got the bracket in front of me. Austin is prepared to do a professional breakdown of the bracket. (laughs) Of the home run derby bracket. We're going to give us... What were Rowdy's picks? Were you listening to it earlier? He was just giving a good breakdown of all the contestants. I don't know if he gave picks. I could text him and ask. It's By the way, it's not just the home run derby. What's the full name of tonight's event? T-Mobile home run derby, I think. Or the sponsored by T-Mobile, something like that. All right. Who do do we got in the bracket? All right. Uh, number one seed, first match. <laughs> they are just seeded by home runs you've hit. Luis Robert versus Adley Rutschman. Adley Rutschman, a switch hitter, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Interesting. Switch hitting catcher. He should alternate every yeah, other every pitch. Swing. He switch, switch back and forth. I would watch that. I would get me to. I wouldn't just have it on. I would turn I would, the audio on if he was that. doing that. Okay, yeah. Rutschman and, and Luis Robert. Yep. Then we got Adolis Garcia of the Rangers and Randy Arozarena. I know as little about the Rangers as I've ever known about a and good contending team. Very good. Yeah. I forget I think they exist. It's the Bruce Bochy effect. I think he's one of the oh. best managers. But anyways, we'll get into that in our number two. Maybe, I like that. Three, let's maybe. talk. Let's talk Bochy. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I'm gonna write um, that down. We got Mookie Betts versus Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I think okay. that's probably one of the more exciting first matchups. I like and that. And then last first round matchup, we got Pete Alonso versus the hometown hero of this week's event, Julio Rodriguez. As it is in Seattle. Pete Alonso's won it twice? I think he won it once. Got to the finals. Or no. I don't know. I think he definitely won it once. Is is this event like the NBA All-Star game in that once you win it, the MVP once or twice, you're kind of like, okay, let someone else do it? Maybe. Or is it like an actual competition where well, everyone's Pete Alonso is the one that you will see. If you have it on, they'll throw him to meditating in the batting cage like under like he uh, takes it very seriously a lot of the other like the young guys like you'll see a lot of guys just having fun they get guys over like their teammates anybody gotcha. get the, bring them their gatorade when they take their break oh it's a, a lighthearted event and they hit bombs i don't like when players have their dad Throw pitches throw pitch to them. them, yeah. Because what if he sucks? Like th- then it's your dad's <laughs> fault, and he feels bad, and then I well, feel bad watching at home. I don't like that. Just hire. I don't know. I don't, just don't make it. I can't yeah. do the dad. I. It, I would I just know. have your. I don't know. I'd have Craig Counsel throw. <laughs> get get Counts out there. Counts be like, I don't want to go to the thing. 
You'd yeah. be like, no, I don't want to like, go throw pitches. And then like the people that like are competing when they take the home run derby like super competitive on Twitter gurus. Yeah. They making fun of the pitches that like they say, oh, this guy lost because his pitcher sucks. That's another it's thing. The whole it's batting practice. Like. <laughs> I agree. Are we fans of Chris Berman? Back, 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 back on every. Or does that like wear on you by the end of the night? Yeah, no, that probably not. I don't probably know. Probably not. I like yeah. it, but it's dumb. I know uh, some people get annoyed. I, by it. I love watching, like, they always have little kids running around, like, catching the balls. I want to be love, one of those kids. <laughs> I love watching that. That's, I want to be one of those yeah, kids. That's, that was, they, like, a lot of fun. Where they pan to the outfield, yeah, and, and I'm a foot like and a half 30. taller than every other kid out <laughs> there. reaching over every kid. Oh, my God. Because that's another part. I forgot about that until you just brought it up. That's another part of when I always watch the Home Run Derby is I'll be like, these kids. You got to make that grab. I mean, yeah. that's a can of corn. <laughs> like, I'll be sitting at home. Or I'll even watch Brewer games, and I'll watch the ball boy, you know, take one off the wrist, and it'll spoil out into the outfield. Yeah, it's like, give me, a, give me a chance to sit on the stool. <laughs> give me a chance out there to be a ball boy. I, w- I would like fun. it. Yeah. Although, I did I tell you this last week? I don't. I think I told Bill when I took a line drive off the shoulder at a Northwoods League game. Because I the ball, I saw it coming my way, and I choked. So maybe I wouldn't be a good ball boy. <laughs> maybe not. I got to be out in the field. I got to be playing like mm-hmm. a natural baseball fielder, looking up, ranging to my left, ranging to my right. The kids sometimes out there, they just don't cut the mustard. Do you have a player before we uh, break here at the bottom um, of the hour? Do you have a player you are cheering for and or picking okay. to win? Well, I don't want... Eh, I think Guerrero. I'm going to go with Guerrero. Okay. He's kind of having a down year a little bit. Yeah, I mean, less than... Yeah. J-Rod is the exciting one just because he's in Seattle. He got second last year. But he hasn't been as good this year. I don't. But it's also it's the home run derby. It's not like it doesn't. Really it's not matter. like the worst player here. Like, yeah, Adolis Garcia could go out and win this derby tonight. I've and... never heard his name before. <laughs> but I don't play. Okay, here's another thing. I don't play fantasy baseball. Okay. I feel like if I played and bought into fantasy baseball, I would know more names just for the sake of knowing mm-hmm. names. I know yeah. as little about the Rangers as I've ever known about any contending team. I feel that. Yeah. Um. Thank you for that breakdown, by the way. Of course. That was outstanding. Yeah, I don't really yeah, I'm gonna go with Guerrero. Guerrero? And we'll talk about it tomorrow when he wins. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna clip this audio. You better talk smack tomorrow if he uh, wins. I wanna get that from you. Right. We'll talk more baseball, more all-star week. Brewers Cubs. We're gonna do buy or sell at some point. We need to decide when we're gonna do that. Yeah. We'll decide we that over the break. Hours. Yeah, we got plenty of time. We got some buy or sell from Austin coming up. Two more hours, the Bill Michael Show. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.